Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. I don't know. I was on vacation. I, I might have missed something, but this is just the coolest sound cut that shows where Joe Biden is at. Did you hear this? It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. How about that? Did you hear him say that? Repeat the line? I'm assuming that was a little notation on his... (laughs) A little notation that was guidance for him. You know, like they put it in parentheses or italics, and you don't read that part out loud. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. 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 That part you leave out, Joe. Come on, man. You leave that part out. (laughs) What is wrong with that man? Oh, man. Come on, Joe. See, if Joe were sharp, I wouldn't mind. All right, I did. I had it in the promo that we had a question to get the show launched with. And that question is, do you support stricter traffic law enforcement, or do you like it the way it is now? Do you like the anarchy on the streets I think this is a an interesting dividing line politically. I love the streets the way they are. I like not having to worry about some cop sitting there on the side of the road with a with a gun looking to uh, take a picture of your speed. I don't. I don't. I I always found that to be inappropriate, somehow un-American. The idea that you can be because at one particular moment you're going faster than the speed limit, you get a ticket. Because we all know everybody goes over the speed limit, including the cops. Nobody stops at stop signs, do they? Come to a complete stop. I got pulled over once. A cop said, you didn't stop at the stop sign. I said, I did, officer. 
He said, well, you didn't completely. Not completely. He said, all forward motion must be stopped. Are you serious? The world would stop if we all did that. They'd be charging us with uh, uh, resisting arrest. Of, uh, what, what do they charge you with? Disturbing the peace. If we, if we all stopped at stop signs. Can you imagine? It's an it's a, um, arbitrary thing that I've never agreed with. So I like being free. Anthony, on the other hand, rants and raves like an old lady about, well, there's nothing wrong with old ladies, no. <laughs> but he just sounds like one when he's talking about how he doesn't like how fast people drive around these parts. As if in Philadelphia they don't know about the gas pedal. I was just home, and I will say there are better drivers there still. Better meaning they have I guess, more skill I guess at high I should speeds? say there's more population, so there's more congestion, so people can't drive as erratically as they do here. And there's more enforcement, so there's more people actually monitoring speeds and sitting on the highway, whereas to here I feel like you barely even see that. Do you think it might have anything to do with the roads, though? The roads are, how the they're highways set up here. are yeah. so stupid. They really are. The dropping of lanes and the left lane exits and the, the it's just a, and and the they don't maintain them these huge ruts that you're dodging. Anyway, I just wanted to find out if anybody would prefer to have the world the way it was before, which is having cops out there patrolling all the time and slowing down the roads. Well, and I, I'm not mocking you if you feel that way because I think that's a reasonable way to feel. I just don't happen to share that feeling. Anthony does. I think the issue is, well, just for example, I'll just do a story that I had this weekend. I got a flat tire on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. You Had did? to deal with that. Yep, I had to deal with that. So uh, we're on the side of the road. It's not really an emergency pull-off. There's barely any room. You know, we're the lane right next to the right lane of traffic. We're near an exit, so people are hopefully slowing down more than they would. But there's no one behind me. Eventually, a Pennsylvania safety truck came after I called, um, I had to call the state turnpike commission to help me because AAA has to work through them when you're on the turnpike but that's beside the point a police officer drove by us and just ignored us as if like we weren't even there which i don't care that much because i have AAA. but at the same time but isn't that AAA like his... wasn't allowed to take your call well they were but through the government uh but either way which the, fact the that, cop represents, so he could have just radioed it in and saved a little time. It, that's true. And he didn't even stop and check in on us. Like, we could have been, you know, needing an ambulance. Yeah, well, he probably saw you or, with the beard and the, the shoulder-length hair, and he figured, let's see how he handles it on his own. <laughs> I don't even think he slowed down. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think stuff like that's ridiculous. You know, if someone's on the side of the road, um, you know, we are kind of in danger at that point. You, you never know. There could be a bad accident, and... There was no one protecting us for a good amount of time. So I just think stuff like that. And then people don't get into the other lane when there's plenty of room to Wait, so not you're be talking about where was this? This is on the Turnpike. Which uh, Toll Road. In uh, Pennsylvania? I guess it's technically part of like 95 In here. Pennsylvania? Yeah, in Pennsylvania, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the one that uh, everyone pays through the nose for because they have tolls and the tolls keep going up. Yeah, I used to pay like $20 a day in yeah. tolls going That's to work. That's great. Um, so anyway, that's the lay of the land. I wanted to find out how do you feel about that because we are at a we are at an interesting juncture in terms of uh, how the rig system is is working against us worse. The cops being part of the rig system, they're a special interest group. 
Therefore, nobody says, hey, cops, you have to start pulling people over again. It's just the prerogative of the cops. They're mad at the politicians because the politicians sold them out. And how do they get even? They get even by, okay, we won't go to work. Well, they got sold out by the defund the cop movement, defund the police movement. They thought that they had a partnership going with the Democrats, and then the Democrats run around talking about how police are evil. So you can't, you can't expect otherwise than them getting a little teed off. Okay, let's play some rants, and, and we'll take calls on this question. Do you support stricter traffic laws and the enforcement of those laws? Or one half of that, you know, go back to enforcing the old-fashioned way. 860-522-9842. Rants, please. Hey, Todd, I have a question for our lovely government. What kind of road use taxes are these electric vehicles paying right now today? Road use taxes, I believe he's talking about, because they're not paying gas taxes. And if they're not paying anything, they have no right to be on that road that I'm on, congesting it while I'm paying. Goodbye. I assume you're saying they have no moral right because they have a legal right, given that that's, they're following the law as made by the ruling party. Mike's calling from Newington. Hi, Mike. Yes, sir, Mike, you're on the air. Anthony's. What? I got a, I got a story similar to Anthony's. Being a buddy of mine, we, we commute. And we were meeting at the uh, the commuter lot on exit 26 off of 84 in Waterbury. Uh, we get we get there at the end of the day after work. He goes to start up his car, and you know, roam. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like someone stole your catalytic converter. And someone did. Someone stole his catalytic converter. So, you know, here we are. We're trying to pick the car. It's a it's a Honda Civic. We're trying to pick the car up to slide the exhaust out from underneath. Uh-huh. There was three state three state cops in the commuter lot. While, while we're doing this the whole time, they drove right past us. No questions asked. We couldn't believe it. Wait, what if and you guys were the ones robbing the catalytic converter? Who knows? Who knows? Me, is it also connects to Utah? If yeah. they had stopped us, they probably wouldn't let my buddy drive the car home, which he did, because he had to get home. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know what? Good. Go ahead. <laughs> we're fine. We got it. Does it make the car outrageously loud or anything? It's kind of loud, yeah, but you can still drive it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it was good that there wasn't a patrol. You're saying because you got to drive home unmolested. Right, exactly. So I'm sorry, we lost your yep. uh, signal there, Mike. It's breaking up on us. Did oh, you come back? I'm sorry about that. Yep. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep, you're back. Anything else? It's like you were, it's, it's kind of like you were saying, Todd. You know, it's. You know, it's nice that we're not molested anymore, but at the same time, you know, there's got to be a there's got to be a happy medium somewhere. They, I mean, they really just they, they don't bother anybody. I went to a happy medium once until I didn't want to pay her for her services, and then she was an unhappy medium. Thank you, sir, for the call. <laughs> I don't know what is it, Anthony. He just put his headphones on like he was gonna. He was prepared to do a major oratory and. I just got off the phone, so I put him back on. Oh, okay. 860-522-9842. Do you like the current state of affairs with police not supervising the roads too much? 
What do you think? Is this good? I, I'm starting to see the reappearance of police doing uh, mild traffic supervision, and I don't look forward to the day when they're all out there again looking to bust us. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Are we back? I was listening to a little bit of The Wizard of Oz there. Pretty compelling stuff. We're talking about traffic enforcement. I like the world without police. I wanted to uh, pick your brain on it. I heard some conversation about it over the weekend. And, um, of course, we are getting to an era now where things are starting to return to normal with cops. I think they are starting to show their faces more. And it has me feeling sad that that the anarchy on the roads might end. What do you think, James, in Newington? Hello, James. Hey, Todd. You know, on this topic, I can just um, enlighten about in Newington itself, the policy that I know from talking to the police. About a year ago, we had a number of car prowls in our neighborhood, and we actually had an active car prowl happening called police. And they got there, and uh, they basically lit them up, and they just took off. And they never chased them. And I found, I asked why. And they said, we have a policy. We don't chase anybody anymore. So the reality is, ever since the George Floyd get out of jail free pass has got every police officer terrified of pulling over a minority of any kind, the reality is I've only seen two people pulled over on the Berlin Turnpike in the last month and a half. And both that pulled over were white women. And that's just the reality. Meanwhile, driving on the roads, I see people zooming by me on motorcycles, ATVs, cutting in and out of traffic at 90 miles an hour when I came up from Middletown on Route 9, and there's nobody who's stopping them. So I think it's a, a misnomer to think we're actually going to have more enforcement. The police are afraid of pulling anyone over yep. because when they try to pull them over, they run. Well, there's also the risk of uh, them getting in trouble. That's Somebody, what I mean. No, well... I don't mean chasing, though. You said they don't get to chase anymore, and that's why they don't chase anybody. But there are other things they could be doing, like just giving out tickets that w or, or appearing on the side of the road and but, having the appearance of the car slow down the traffic. But, Todd, actually, how does that actually work when, honestly, at this point in time, we're at a cultural change that's so dramatic, which is when the police shine their lights, mm -hmm. you get to ignore them. And the police know not only do you get to ignore them, but if they do pull you over, you get to start scre screaming at the cops, attacking the cops. And if the cops <laughs> defend themselves, they're racist and they're police brutality. Well, they're so, terrified and that, of pulling anybody that's, over. That's my point. They have decided that if the Democrats are not going to have their backs anymore, then they're not going to have everybody else's backs anymore. Of course. And when we passed that law, which was the a Police Reform Act that made the police individually liable to lose their own houses in frivolous lawsuits, mm -hmm. you have to know that any police officer who's a human being, 
male or female, with a home and a family knows that all they have to deal with is one or two false accusations, and they'll go bankrupt defending themselves with their own lawyers. All right, so you've laid out the cause of this situation very nicely. The question is, do you like it the way it is, or do you want to go back to the way it was before COVID came and before the defund the police movement? Well, of course I want to go back to the America where Boy Scouts salute no, no, I just meant in terms of traffic. The question is about the heads in the streets. The question oh, is about traffic patrols. Republican. Yeah, but do you want the traffic patrols back? Not the whole package. But but do you See, want you know the, the traffic control is actually the old broken uh uh glass theory yep. of policing. If yep. you're gonna allow people to zoom by you at ninety miles an hour on, on Route Nine and cut in and out of traffic they may not get into an accident, but you swerving to avoid them will cause All three right. other accidents. Thank you, James. Good to get your input on this. Bill in Weathersfield. Hi, you're on WTIC. Hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. And I, I like it just the way it is. You know, and the other day uh, I was coming up the Merritt Parkway, and you know the, the group I was in, we ended up going 85 miles an hour, and it's just, and then I did back down. To, I said. 85 is excessive speed, and you'll you'll really lose your uh, license and get some tickets. But most of us were going 70, 75, except for one you know stretch where the group was going 85, and and not everyone was just traveling along and no problem at all. And, and <laughs> isn't uh, it weird how <laughs> it's weird how the, everything's adjusted? You know, 65 is like minimum speed now. Right, and you know, one of the, there was a there was a nice eight series of. Uh, Beamer, and even though he wasn't first, he seemed to push the people up to that speed. And as soon as it opened up and he was able to pass, you know, I'm sure he was up to 100. But um, I think we got a problem with racial profiling if we go back to the way it was, because they'll be out in the, the state or the local police will be pulling over basically white people, but they still won't go and pull over the, the car with all the tinted windows because they're afraid, oh, it's minority and that's racial profiling. Well, then so. then the, the pressure might get created to confront that discrepancy, or it might just work that if, if you go back to the broken windows theory that James was just referring to, if you are pulling, pulling over some people, then the whole road slows down and everything gets safer. Right. Oh, and this phone call is going out to Mark, who, who called me and said, hey, I haven't heard you on TIC lately. Oh, well, that was good. Mark from yeah. West Hartford? <laughs> no, Mark from, um, he's in Canton. Different Mark. Okay, Mark in Canton. All right, Mark in Canton, thank you for harassing Bill. Can you call some uh, of the other people who uh, ha- have uh, fallen out of the pattern? Why? What made you stop calling Bill? Oh, I've been out. At, I was down in D.C. or I've been out and I've been visiting my kids. I went in D.C. and went out in Colorado. It's no excuse, Bill. You listen on the Odyssey app and you call from wherever you are. That's very true. When I'm down in D.C. next week, I'll call in. Thank you, sir. Good to hear from you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We are. Uh, <laughs> what is this? Who are you? You look vaguely familiar. I don't know what that is. It's on my cut here that I wanted to play. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And this is what I wanted to play. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Yep, that's a little uh, dry fast in the, whatever these years are called, the 20s. Driving fast in the 20s in my 409. Back to the rants. Hi, Todd. Hey, how was vacation? But anyways... Everybody's coming down with their own terminology, you know, kind of like equity. So I thought that a fetus or an embryo or, you know, that thing that is inside a woman slash mother's womb, maybe we should call it a pre-newborn. How do you like that? Have a good one. Later. it. It drives your agenda just like equity drives their agenda. I don't know if you'll make as much money off it as they are, but you never know. Oh, Todd, just a little bit more to give you and Tom Scott some energy. Your favorite music there, Anthony. What do you think? Pretty That's good your stuff. favorite. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to you. Now you and Tom Scott can start stalking communists again. Hey, never too late to get going again. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Welcome back from my vacation. Hope you enjoyed it. Fun having Reese fill in, wasn't it? 860-522-9842. We're doing some rants. We're taking some phone calls. Yes, we're taking phone calls on the question, how do you feel about the potential return? I don't know if it's happening, but I get the feeling it's happening that police are a little more visible now. 
and then maybe over time it'll work back to the way it was on the roads. And overall, I like the roads better not having to deal with the police on them, slowing things down so much. I, I do have to say, though, I have my moments of fantasy, as always, when somebody is swerving at high speeds, going 20 miles an hour faster than the people who are going 70, and and uh, jumping in and out of uh, lanes to to go faster. And they don't go any faster, as far as I can tell. They don't get to their destination faster, from what I can see. But well, that's, I, I don't... that's my entire complaint. People just tailgate, and they don't realize the implications of that. Right. Yeah, I don't endorse tailgating. But I, I like that the roads travel faster and that you don't have to worry about so much scrutiny. I don't like being supervised. What do you think? 860-522-9842, Scott and Glastonbury. Hello there, Scott. Hello, yeah. no, it's Scott and Glastonbury. Yes, sir. Um, well, I was like I was talking to the screener there. Um, I like. I, I also like the way that things are moving a lot faster. Like I was telling him, I, I drive fast, but I don't drive unsafe. Um, I keep my distance. I watch for people. I mean, I'm, I'm looking three or four or five cars up ahead, and when I get into a, a group of traffic where I can see that they're moving along really well, uh, you know, 75, 80 miles an hour, up 91 or out 84, where there's not a lot of traffic, mm-hmm. that's fine. Where it's moving along at a, at, a, at a swift pace. But like you were talking about, those guys, you know, people that are bopping in and out of traffic and they're trying to find the fastest lane, they inevitably never make it there any faster. They just created a lot of chaos and it's unsafe um there's no need for it uh i just but i do like the way that the you know the pace moves along if you see anybody that's like that driving around like a nut definitely pull them over you see them you know weaving in and out of traffic going 20 miles an hour while everyone else is you know 20 miles an hour over 70 you know when everyone else is moving along i, I say pull them over but i mean i think <laughs> the suggestion you made about 65 miles an hour being like the minimum speed. The minimum speed. Yeah. Um, I I I I just feel that if people just drove safe, but then as we were talking about uh, once again with the call screener there, people are on their cell phones. They don't appreciate how fast things come up come up on you when there's an accident or if someone hits the brakes. Sure. That instantaneous stop when you're moving at 75, 80 miles an hour, people don't give room. Tailgating is. And it's the worst. And the way these people in, in cars act around big trucks, you know, they dive in to try to get that spot ahead of a truck where all they did was just shorten up the distance that he has to stop and turn themselves into a target to get smashed. You know? Yeah, you're, I mean, so you're, you're right. There is a lot of stupid driving that goes on. And I, too, yeah. even though I like that we're less supervised on the roads, I wish there weren't people who drove like morons. But it's, it strikes me as I, as I think about those things that you just talked about, yeah. like cutting in front of the truck at the last second or whatever, uh, that those aren't, those aren't the things that they bust us for, the cops. They sit and, there and with... That's the, kind of stuff that, that's the kind of stuff that they should bust people for to make them think. To get, I think you know, it's not about the speed, per se, which you know, there is a factor when it comes to safety, but in order to be able to drive fast and drive safe, you have to be in full attention of what you're doing at the wheel. You can't be sitting there, you know, licking the licking the drips off the bottom of your cheeseburger so it doesn't hit your pants. While well, you're as long as you're only, do, you have to keep a hand free for the texting. 
and one hand for the cheeseburger. <laughs> then oh you can God. do it. I, I, I don't understand how people do that. You see all of the advertisements about that split second where you look down at the text, and I see people staring at the, at the phone. They're staring at typing. Their head's not even up. I have to hit the horn so they pop up. Well, you know what? When you're staring at the phone to text, you can't see the uh, billboard anymore telling you not to text. <laughs> I, I just wish, well, you know, here we're on this big radio station. The message to you people out there driving and texting and texting while you're driving. It's incomprehensible to me because I've seen some wild accidents. I've seen people cut in half in accidents where they were texting. Have you? And I can't understand how people can't get that across their mind. Well, you, you know, past. the mind is a, is a terrible thing to waste, Scott, and you can be tricked by reality. But I have to confess, I'm not exactly pure. I can't moralize on the texting thing, especially with the dictation mode. I, I like the dictation mode. But, but nevertheless, you do find yourself getting distracted just by trying to get the phone to work because there are always functionality issues, aren't there? What do you think about texting? Is, is that something that uh, someday we will be able able to do competently and how much do you do it and tell yourself you really need to stop that's me i do it occasionally and i say oh bad idea and I, I, I use like the voice thing in my car if i do it but but it, it's not that reliable is it uh i feel like siri is i don't know you don't use an iphone so no you I use whatever android, but i i think the android is is every bit as good or well i or see you better. do that for texting uh like during the show yeah. yes yep that way i can dictate what i'm saying on the air to people i can just have it transcribed <laughs> send them a transcript what's for dinner and it just says oh the rig system <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk to matt in weathersfield hi matt hey todd thanks for taking my call I don't know uh, in Connecticut if it's the same. Tucker Carlson just had a segment on probably a month ago that said deaths for African Americans are up 24% across the country in automobile accident deaths or automobile related deaths. Really? That's a huge spike. Maybe your fact checkers can check that out. Yeah, well, I'm going to put all uh, of them on it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who's doing all the bad driving in Connecticut, but it's without question. Um, friends and family members, we've been talking about how noticeably, you know, more people are driving crazy, I guess, you know, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, well, that's why that's yeah, what led to the question. Stat. So that was a perfect lead in, given that you observe and your family members observe that the world seems crazier on the roads. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, it's like everything else, Todd, at, at one point or at some point. Society's going to have to decide if we want to, you know, my kids are going to be driving in a couple of years. They're not quite there yet, but I'm scared. Well, they're probably driving it already and you don't know about it. <laughs> they're driving me crazy, but they're not driving <laughs> on the road yet. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm one of those people, I've gotten so rebellious in my old age. I am so appalled by government and what it does that I don't want them to have any power. I want us to work it out amongst ourselves. I'm not sure how we do that. But I think we need right. to find some way to manage the roads on our own. Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to find a way for sure. I wonder uh all right, Matt, anything else? No, that's it. Thank you for the call. 860-522-9842. I wonder with all the money, what do 
I don't recall off the top of my head how much money the DMV takes in and how much of a overflow there is. Because normally in state government, the registration of cars is a huge profit center for for the states. And I just I think it's a couple hundred million dollars profit or something like that 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 uh, the state of Connecticut gets from licenses and registration fees and things like that. But that's off the top of my head. If anybody knows the number, let me know. But the but the question is, if you think about that, if you think about all that cash that come that government takes just for you to register your car and for you to pay your property taxes on the car and think think about all those fees i don't know i must be missing some and all those other taxes that they tack on there i'm you know think about all that money couldn't we just figure out some association like what if triple a took it over honestly that's not a bad idea triple a is so good at what they do yes I'd rather have them uh, what if they, outsource it. What if they created a system, a safety system? We would need it because the the thing about just monitoring speed doesn't make sense to me. Because especially now that the um, the traffic app tells you where the cops are. So you slow down in advance of the cop, you don't get the ticket. Well, not totally. I mean, it, it doesn't like, you know, if a cop's in traffic, it doesn't tell you that. But if there's one stopped, obviously, yes, it does. Yeah. Well, it, it cuts down on the possibilities, and that encourages people to drive faster. Mike, you're next on WTIC. Hi. Yes, Mike. Hey, Todd. Um, you know, two things. I spend 10 hours a day in the car driving. And oh, no. It, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing, the uh, disregard or the recklessness that's out here. And obviously, spending that much time in the car, I do, you know, I've noticed that enforcement is down. But I don't know if you saw the article. I don't know if it was over the weekend or the last couple of days. I think it was in the Hartford Current. They had an article saying that uh, the state police have been um, directed to uh, enforce speed or, you know, focus on speed. So I don't know if that's that's something that's crossed your uh, table. No, I didn't that. see that. That was the state yeah. police? Yeah, within the last couple of days, uh, that, that article ran, so... Uh, you should be able to search uh, Google. I'm not sure if it was NBC or the current, but it was one of the two. Oh, okay. I'll research. I just I just did a uh, Google News search, and it didn't come up. Deadly wrong way crashes are up, though, is the first story, oh, about, which is a good point. Those are, those are, yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think, it, you know, part of that might be the fact that, uh, Marijuana is now legal in the state of Connecticut. I'm wondering how many people are driving while high. That's interesting because uh, th- that's what drugs are for, is so you can forget what direction you're going in, right? Yeah, in absolutely. All right, Mike, thank you for that. 860-522-9842. You have a great day, too. We'll pause briefly and take more calls, play more rants, more coming up on WTIC. Back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, we're talking about anarchy on the roads. Are you for or against? 
I looked up that story. I couldn't find anything in the current. I found something on NBC Connecticut from a couple weeks ago. And it said that there's a consortium of towns working together, which is kind of curious, to try to deal with issues on the road. But they're not all that specific about what they are. And they say they don't want to give out tickets so much as they want to educate. And what else? They, they, oh, they say there are a lot of um, unregistered vehicles on the roads. And this interview was on uh, NBC Connecticut with the East Haven Police, and they, um, they're trying, they're trying to find cars that aren't registered. They say there's a lot of them driving around that aren't, and so they're running people's plates and automatically sending it to the database of the state to find out whether they're, uh, whether they're real plates or not. This is very interesting. But I'm not sure if that's the one the caller was talking about. Juan's in East Hartford. Hi, Juan. Hi. Uh, nice to uh, be back with you. And, uh, and Thank you, sir. Uh, the, 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 a lot of the costs, I mean, it, it's what we're not doing, again, what we spend money for in our taxes, we're not enforcing the laws. If you were to enforce the laws on a consistent basis, then there would be people that would follow the traffic and transit laws. We're not educating at DMV sufficiently or testing people sufficiently at DMV to understand the seriousness of, of, of how deadly a vehicle can be on the road. We are tolerating people that are not capable or able to correctly drive on our roads to drive vehicles because they're just given license out because it meets a it, it meets a requirement and a promise they made to the un, undocumented citizenship so you know you have all those things and highways that are you know you have three four lane highways bottling down to two lanes in a downtown intersection when you have three major highways intersect, end, or begin. Mm -hmm. You have a city like Waterbury with bridges that are... Okay, but do you want... The question is, do you want more enforcement, Juan? Or do you want to leave it... Absolutely. You do? You want to crack down? In a consistent basis. In a consistent basis. All right. Juan's for consistency. I'm sorry, I'm going to hold you there because I want to get to Terryville for Harry. Hi, Harry. Hey, how are you doing? I'm a little uh, late to the conversation. But There's no I'm time the... you had to show up. We we aren't <laughs> checking passes or anything. Um, but I think the main problem was when the law was passed that you weren't allowed to talk on your phone. So basically saying it's illegal to touch your ear, but you can you know dip chicken nuggets into your hot sauce and change the radio station and put on makeup and read the newspaper while you're driving. Yes, um, as long as you're thing... talking on a speakerphone at the same time. Yeah. I think the main thing is we need to make phone calls great again, and we'll have a lot less distracted driving. Um, How do we make them great again? Who are we going to talk to? <laughs> well, if you have some friends, I mean, instead of texting. Nobody even should... talks on the phone anymore. The younger <laughs> people, all they do is text. I love we talking need to make on the phone. phone calls great again. <laughs> yes. Well, Anthony will be taking calls. Do you want to charge by the minute? And have people give you a credit card? I can talk people's ear off. Yeah, no, I would, yeah. that'd be a great. No, you're business you're model. good on the phone. You're a great conversationalist. Remember what were those lines called? Nine hundred numbers. Where you used to call up and you get people would get billed. The caller would get billed by the yes. That was for sex. Well, I'm old enough to remember the way we had to pay for text. 
just to text somebody. You had to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How, <laughs> how much were you paying? Oh, I don't know. Was it fifty cents a sentence or a word? It was some. You know, we're talking nineteen ninety eight here, though. Yeah, I was. I was very. Uh, I mean, I had concise. a hundred dollar phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't control yourself, Aaron. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Thank make you, sir. Make phone calls great again. All right, bye bye. Yes, make phone calls great again. So, if everybody called you and gave you a credit card number, Anthony, you could have like a couple hours in the morning and probably make as much <laughs> as you're making during the rest of the day. What do you think? I and wish. you could promote it here. Free model, free, uh, free marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a nice little platform. Nice little platform. Sounded like you were going into somebody else's voice. <laughs> I'm not even sure who that is. All right, Jerry, hang on. We'll get to you after traffic because we're kind of running out of time here. And we have more rants to play. And, uh, you know, it's Monday. We'll have some people dropping in to chat. But mostly we'll be chatting with each other. And the question right now is, one that is applicable to Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, do you favor roads supervised by law enforcement or do you like it the way it is now, Mark? Uh, I'd like law enforcement to uh, slow people down a little you bit. Would. It, it's insane out there right now. All right, insane. Mark calls it insane with a capital. Yeah, coming but from I, the traffic expert. But I, yeah. but I understand why the cops don't want to deal. They, you know, they don't show up unless there's a major accident. They don't like to do the enforcement because everything's stacked against them. So yes. I understand they don't get why. Up. No one's yeah. covering their back. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I, under, I understand why why there's not a lot of enforcement right now. Well, if you're heading into Hartford, Todd, welcome back from vacation. All star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.